Hey everyone, this is Bob Leahy at Life Church in Chico, California. Welcome to the Midweek Pastors Podcast. This is a way for us to go beyond the sermon through conversation, questions and answers, deep dives into topics, and interviews. Whether it be in your car, at the gym, or hiking in Upper Park, we hope that this podcast really encourages and equips you wherever you're at. Hi, Life Church. This is Pastor Chris Race, and we're back again with another Midweek Podcast. This is a part two of our series on what we call Even If, based out of Daniel chapter three. So we've asked the Dowels, Todd and Carrie, to come back and share with us how that understanding of that passage in Daniel 3, the Even If, had gotten them through times, really difficult times, over the last 10 plus years. And what we're going to do today is we're going to talk about how you're able to stay, Todd and Carrie, how you guys are able to stay focused on the Lord. What is it, the practical things that the Lord showed you through this amazing story in Daniel chapter 3, and how we, those of us listening, can apply some of this to our own lives. So let's pick it up where we left off. Carrie, you were sharing how about five years ago, you were just in the doldrums. It was very difficult. And then the Lord gave you, the, gave you these words, even if, and then led you to Daniel chapter three. Mm-hmm. And just mm-hmm. pick it up from there. And what are then the lessons? How did you take it forward? Yeah. from there to continue to fight the good fight that you've been fighting because you're still struggling with migraines. Yep. And yep. You're st- we're still, all of us, suffering from the loss of Pastor Scott Dowell, yep. Todd's brother, yep. and other challenges that are going on in the world today. Yeah. Well, I think that the bottom line is, like you said, we all are going through things, and mm-hmm. we all will continue to because we yep. live in a broken, fallen world. And until we get to heaven... right. There is not going to be no pain and suffering. And Mm -hmm. so I think that was what the, you know, the Daniel, the even if kind of Mm -hmm. spoke to me was, okay, so if things don't get better, what, what does this look like? How am I going to walk this out? Because at that point it had been five years of daily pain and migraines and, um, kind of how, how do I do this? How do I keep walking this out? How do I keep my hope in the Lord when he doesn't heal the way I want him to heal? Um, and so it's been, you know, there's been different scriptures for me. I'm a kind of a planner. So Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. love, I'm Enneagram three. I'm like a, you know, planner, go getter. So this has been difficult to not be able to go get, to go do things for myself. And I have had to learn to let go of some of the control and in that, you know, let other people help me. And so community has been huge for me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for us community, a lot of a lot of what church is for us is community. Mm-hmm. It may not be just coming to listen to a fancy or good sermon because our right. our pastors are pretty gifted in sermons, <laughs> right? Yeah. But uh, or you know, worship that's fabulous or the sound system that's amazing. For us, it's about being with people and yeah. like Todd said in the last podcast, sharing our hearts and praying with each other, or just having somebody come up to you and say, "How was your week?" You know, are mm-hmm. you all right? What's mm-hmm. going on? And so um, for me, it's been getting up even when I don't want to mm. uh, come into church, maybe singing on the worship team once a month, even when I feel like crap and yeah, don't want yeah. to. But for me, I love worship. So getting up and, and singing and worshiping the Lord, I push through for that mm-hmm. two hours. Mm-hmm. And then I go home and 
crash for the rest of the day. Right, right, Todd? Yeah, (laughs) it's true. And I think, you know, what you're saying is it's choice a lot of times. And I think some people think it's this like, floating through the life and it's like no there's many days where you just wake up and you just you don't feel like doing it right uh, right but somewhere down inside you know that it's going to benefit you it's going to benefit right. your family the people that you work with and so you just you just kind of do it yeah and carrie for me is has been an example of of grinding it out where mm-hmm. I don't feel good, but I know that this is going to make it better. Right. And so then you just do it. Poor Todd yeah. has to hear me every time I, when I plan or I go to mommy group, I'm t- I don't want to go. I feel, I feel yep. awful. And you know, he just is there. You can do it. You know, uh-huh. gives me my little pep talk or he, he's like, you know, you're going to, it's going to fill you up when you go and you go hang out with those moms or talk and then you can come home and lay on ice or crash. Yeah, for yeah, the day. Yeah. But <laughs> It's um so you find the Lord meets you in the midst of the pain. Yes. Doesn't necessarily take away the pain. Nope. nope. He meets you in that place of yeah. obedience. I I'll I'm telling a story that may embarrass you, Carrie, <laughs> but you know, we have two services. Carrie was singing. And then in between services, I wanted to ask you a question. And I was like, hey, where's Carrie? And somebody kind of pointed to the church office and I opened the door and there's Carrie laying on the couch with an ice bag (laughs) over her head. Yes. And it's like, and then when the second service started, Carrie pops up, thinks, you know, puts aside the ice bag and comes up. And, you know, some people would say, wow, you know, you're just, you're just, uh, what are they pulling yourself up by your bootstraps? It's not that it's like, Mm -hmm. I, this is a choice and I'm not going to give in because God meets you. Right. In the midst of it. That's it. And it's that, um, it's not even the pushing through so much as just going, this is a choice. And I do have to decide what is priority for for the day. And that was one reason that I had to resign my job. You know, I was five years in, six years into migraines and working and, you know, teenagers at home and a family. And um, I was... This, it was hard. I love my job. But when Todd was like, I, you can't keep doing this. Yeah. Like we're getting the end. We're not getting anything. Cause you have to come home and sleep for days after you've worked yeah. a 12 hour yeah. shift or whatever. So, you know, it was a prioritizing mm-hmm. and sometimes we have to do that. And mm-hmm. I think the Lord gives us wisdom and prioritizing for me right then I needed to prioritize my health. I was having so many and I still, I feel like being sick is a full-time job in and of itself with, mm-hmm. I was on the phone with insurance, what, two hours yesterday Uh, and, you know, just making appointments, traveling, doing all that. But, you know, you have to prioritize. It was my health. It was my family. And so at that point it was, I had to do that. But, um, yeah, it's a choice. It's getting up. It's not just going. And I did that for a while. Don't get me wrong. In that midst of that first few years, I was like, I'm just going to. I, I'm stressed. I'm, it's too much. Everything's too hard. So I'm just going to lay in bed. And I did for about a year and a half Yeah. and I did nothing. And I thought, well, that's the only time I don't feel, or I feel normal is if I'm sleeping. So I'm just going to sleep. And it wasn't healthy for me. I stopped walking. I stopped meeting with people. I isolated and mm. I gained weight and I felt awful. I felt way worse because mm-hmm. I wasn't doing the things that filled me up it, yeah, besides, right you know, yeah. the migraine part. Yeah. So I, that was a really, uh, physical 
example to me of, I can choose to do that. And a lot of people do choose to isolate and just go, you know what, I'm just, life sucks. I'm going to just lay in bed or I'm going to be at home and not do anything, not be part of community. But for me, it just made things 10 times worse because I didn't have anybody encouraging me right. or telling me. Luckily, I have some amazing friends that, you know, that community came over and said, get your butt out of bed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> we're going to go walk around the block today, you know, <laughs> and I love you yeah. too much to let you isolate. I know you're an extrovert. I know you love your people. And so thank God for those people. And um, so in some ways, it was like when we talk about going through the fiery mm-hmm. furnace. Okay, so Shadrach, Meshach, and yeah. Abednego say, God can deliver us, but even if he doesn't, we're not going to bow our knee to you, Nebuchadnezzar. Yeah. And so they're, all right, they tossed him in the fire. Yep. And they, obviously they didn't burn, but the thing that did burn was the cords that were binding them. Ooh, that's know, good. That, yeah. You know, in that yeah. sense. But so in some ways, like you say, you're choosing, I'm, I'm going to go through this. Yeah. And the Lord has met you there because isn't that the, how the story goes? Yeah. It's funny. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to remember this where Nebuchadnezzar sees that they're not consumed and says, who's that fourth That's right. person in there? It's only, I only put three That's of you it. in there, but there's another guy in there. Yeah. The fourth person. I mean, we know that's probably the Lord. Je- yeah, yes. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. And so. You know, that's what I have felt is going through that fire has been the time I have felt the most uh, presence of the Lord, that Mm -hmm. I have felt the Mm -hmm. closest to him because I don't have anything of myself or my own to give or to do or to try and make it. And I have to rely on him. I have to go, okay, God, you've got to carry me through this fire. You've got to walk with me. And Mm -hmm. that's why I do love, you know, like Psalm 23 that, you know, that says, that he will walk with us through the valley of the, the shadow of, of death. death, you know, yeah. that he um, goes there, that just there's so many scriptures about the suffering, unfortunately, mm-hmm. as believers, and it, I was guilty of it before I went through crisis of faith or crises in my life. I just was like, oh, if we're a Christian, everything's going uh-huh. good, right? Yeah, everything's everything great. great. Yeah. I, I'm doing everything right. So why isn't it going right? And then realizing, no, the scripture's filled with mm-hmm. scriptures about our suffering mm-hmm. and how that makes yeah, us, you sure. know, closer to the Lord and that the rain falls on the just and the, and the unjust. unjust. And I mean, there's scripture after scripture. We look at the disciples. They were, they were doing amazing things for the Lord and seeing healings and walking with the Lord. And mm-hmm. yet, they, most of them were martyred. Right, and, yeah, you they know, all died for their faith. Yeah, and yeah. so, you know, we can say, oh, we, we don't want to think about those things. We only want to think about the really happy, great things. But that's not the reality of the Scripture. Yeah. The Scripture is yeah. very clear that no matter what, He'll be with us in our suffering. So what are then the... As going forward, yeah. you guys, what have been the practical things that have helped you stay on course? What are, what are the things that you have implemented? Because one of the things you've said about yourself, Carrie, is that you're a very practical yep. person yep. and a planner. So you said yeah. community. Community is huge for us. You know, that's friends, that's life groups, that's, you know, the young mommy group. It's just having people that are going to call you regularly or that are accountable you're accountable to mm-hmm. that you just don't get to check out and not be there. Mm-hmm. Um, healthy lifestyles for us, you know, I, Exercise, we have to work on that. Yeah. Right. yeah. All those things are helpful. Making myself walk the dog. Todd and I walk the dog, <laughs> our little uh-huh. peanut. Um, 
even if we don't feel like it, if, even if I'm in pain, I make myself get up and walk around the block or a couple blocks so that I can get the endorphins and the serotonin the, and the sunshine and yeah, the vitamin know, D. Yeah, yeah. And we try and eat healthy and, but, uh, you know, scripture, that's a huge one. You'll find post-it notes all over our house. I like to I like that. use yeah. a scripture that maybe is, you know, super encouraging. And then I post that and that's yeah. helps me. I was telling Todd the other day at your house, and I know you guys are in a different house now, but Carrie always has sayings on the <laughs> wall, mm-hmm. yep. scriptures or sayings in, in, in picture frames. Yep. You know, mm-hmm. there's some post-it notes, but it's like you have, you have these constant visual aids yeah. to remind you. It's, and I don't know if that's your intention behind yeah. it. I, it is. I, I was just going to say also... Sometimes a slogan, I mean, that sounds kind of like business professional, but sometimes having a slogan, like mm-hmm. there for a number of years, I had a slogan that was no retreat. no retreat. It was one of those things where it's like, God said, okay, no retreat. And for me, that meant, okay, with, when you're in the battle, yep. there's sometimes where you need to retreat, <laughs> but there's yeah. other times where it's like, no, you stick in there and you fight. Mm-hmm. So if someone's out there going through something really hard, find a slogan. It can be Christian. It can be something that you've heard other people say, but if it touches your heart and it encourages you, use it, put it up, um, make it your screensaver, your phone, mm-hmm. you know, whatever yeah. it is that you can, because that will help you. It helped me for years. Mm-hmm. Now I've gone on to different things cause it doesn't mean you have to keep it forever, yeah. but I would encourage a slogan. Yeah. Yeah. For me, a gratitude journal was another really wow. pivotal tell time. Me, tell like me about five that. Years ago. Gratitude journal. Yeah. That was right when, you know, I, things were really hard and I just got this idea that I needed to be grateful, even in the midst of what I was going through. I think the counselor that I was seeing, which I also am a huge fan of counseling mm-hmm. when you're going through hard stuff. I don't think it's a something that just for people who have mental illness, because we all need somebody to talk to that's skilled Mm -hmm, and that mm -hmm. can help us through hard times or good times sometimes. But, um, I think she suggested it, you know, what are the things that you can be thankful for because of your migraines? Hmm. Well, that was a paradigm shift. I'm not thankful for the migraines. Okay. Well, what has, you know, what can you be thankful for? And so I started just a three things in my gratitude journal every day. Like, gosh, I'm thankful that, you know, I have a husband that is supportive Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. hasn't left me because I'm sick all the time. Right. Or, you know, that I have this or that I have, you know, community. So it was huge to start changing instead of being negative and thinking about only the bad things, thinking about Mm -hmm. the positives that I did have going for me, Mm -hmm. or maybe the, even the things because of the migraines, you know, that I was able to, um, you know, see my kids more because Mm -hmm. I was home more. Maybe it wasn't the home I wanted to be. Right. Like home, but yeah. I was seeing them more. But you were so, choosing to look at that yeah, versus the other. Yeah. yeah. So that was a big one. And um, yeah, I just think there uh, there are so many different things for me. I've had, you know, online support groups with people with similar, right. um, you know, with my migraines um, or different things that I have been going through and the online support groups. Maybe it's through Face Group. Maybe it's an Instagram person who's especially encouraging and but it's just knowing that there are other people yes. out there because yes. you led me down that path because I struggle with migraines yes. too. So I found an online group of people yeah. that just say, hey, this is my story or this is something I tried. And it gives it's you huge. that just a little bit more hope yes. than you had 
in, when you didn't do it, yes. it's like, hey. Then it makes you was, feel less isolated. Right. I'm not the only one that's going through this. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. So I also started that, uh, that Instagram. I haven't been very active on it lately, but it was called Moody Migraine Mama. Ah, and I, I see that, yeah. just started posting my own kind of story and what I was going through. And it was really cool to have people feedback on that, like, oh, I'm going through that too. Or thanks for being hopeful. And thanks for sharing this or sharing, you know, what you're doing to try and stay active or hopeful or making yourself do this or whatever, doctor. And that was good just to have that little bit of interaction when I couldn't get out and do anything. It was a really helpful thing. Okay. Those of you who do Instagram, it's at Moody Migraine Mama. I haven't Uh, been there for quite a while, but yes, it was, it was there for, it's still there. But do people, I see, I don't know how this works, but people can post on that yeah. so you don't, it's not like you have to moderate it no oh, okay. No. okay i was just keeping really active for a while because mm-hmm. i wanted to just have interaction and it really helped me to feel like i was maybe giving somebody else a bit of hope to keep fighting their struggle too yeah so yeah lots of things what else for you todd i think it's that daily connection yeah um you know we can get kind of bound to certain things they come tradition and they really have no more meaning but i found that over the years just having that daily time with the lord um and a cup of coffee yeah uh, <laughs> just really gets coffee me is holy. So yeah, it really is holy yeah. it is holy and finding something that i can connect with god on a daily basis um of course you mentioned the community and having people that i can talk to um, both people who have experienced more than I have, as well as people who haven't experienced the same types of things. And it's just great to be able to, to talk to them, um, to process that, um, yeah. and just trying, I am definitely an introvert by nature. Yes, and so trying not to become a recluse, um, but to actually continue to go to church and continue to, to meet with those people. That's been very uh, life-giving to me. Yeah. Amen. Well, we need to wrap this up, but here's something that, Carrie, that you wrote that I think is a great way to sum this up, where you write, so even if the Lord doesn't heal or answer our prayer in the way that we want him to, he is still good. Mm -hmm. He is the master potter, and he is using every broken place in our lives to make us stronger and more beautiful. Mm -hmm. Well said. And so... Listening in on this this podcast, I know that Todd and Carrie are open to talk to any of you. You can see them at church. Uh, contact us at info at lifechurchchico.org, and we can give you their contact information if you want to talk to them about some of the things that you're going through or some of the questions you might have about practical ways that they can make it through the painful times. So, Todd, Carrie, thanks, you guys. Absolutely. Thank appreciate you. your Thank story you. and believing for your healing of migraines. Amen to that. I also didn't get to say that our dear Pastor Chris has been such a supporter <laughs> to us in so many, for so many Absolutely. years. He's been our Decades. pastor for 20 years and yeah. has walked us through some incredibly hard, challenging things. And a lot of things we have cried on his couch or he's cri- uh, been on our couch. I've and cried on your cannot, couch, yeah. Cannot thank you yeah. enough to oh, Pastor you're Chris. You're welcome. But that's how we're here today, folks. If you're wondering, how can you guys still be walking with the Lord? It's called relationship. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And the grace Absolutely. of God. All right. Thanks again, you guys. Thanks for listening Mm -hmm. in, church, and we'll see you next week. God bless.
Thank you for giving us a listen to this week. If there's anything that you'd like to hear on this podcast in the future, if you have questions, or if you'd like to hear us interview someone, please send us an email at info at lifechurchchico.org. Have a blessed week.